I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Studios in New York, they found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money if you switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. What a deal. So I don't know if you saw this whole story. Uh, I was out or whatever, but uh, Tuesday, the Mark Walton story, the guy that uh, played for the Dolphins, they cut him. Immediately after he was arrested and bottom line booked for aggravated battery against a pregnant person, a second degree felony, which carries a max of 15 years in prison, showed up in Broward County courtroom uh, in cuffs and a beige jumpsuit to face the charge today, was ordered to have no contact with the woman once he's out of jail. Gee, you think? He was cut by the Dolphins, played in seven games. He was terrible anyway. But what kind of a loser, honestly? Like, how much of a loser do you have to be to... They said that he allegedly uh, punched her in the head several times. I mean, you got to be kidding me. And also, uh, and that, you know, had shoved her, uh, I guess... Uh, against a wall, punched her several times in the in the head and face, and she's five weeks pregnant. Can we get the guy in jail? Like, what? What are we working on that? We got him in there. <laughs> can we? Can we get him? Uh, so uh, I don't know. I know he was in court today and in handcuffs, so I don't think he's out. I could be wrong. But what a disaster. We got some real candidates for, like, you know, the the absolute D of the night. You know, we've got some real good ones. Between the the Penn State kid getting the death threats, right. this jerk knocking uh, around a pregnant, the pregnant girlfriend, and then you got the other guy on the Capitals who spit in the guy's face and, oh, only, got, and only got three games for it. He, he sent I the, mean, the, the, the Lug lasagna on him. I mean, you got to be kidding me. This guy's, I think, probably in the lead. I don't He's know. top, I, top I, of the heap. Yeah. But, well, I mean, could you get any worse? Three, the three biggest uh, D's here. So my question is, is that he, is that his baby? I, I don't, I have no idea. So I wonder how that's gonna play out. She gonna forgive him? Gonna let him come back in her life after he punched her in the head several times and shoved her into a wall? Cranked her in the face a few times. She's pregnant. Dad of the year right there. Mark Walton. They love him in South Florida. Are you kidding me? Like, what is going on here? Who does that? Who does that stuff? Did you see the story 
I, I saw this other story about Barkley. Did you hear about him getting into it with some reporter? Really? Did you hear that one? You don't know what that's about? So anyway, apparently, uh, so he, he said there's no excuse for saying he'd hit a female uh, political reporter, and he says it was just a joke. This woman asked him uh, who he's supporting in the upcoming presidential election, and that's when he said, quote, I don't hit women, but if I did, I would hit you, end quote. Guess he didn't like the question. And uh, she says that he initially explained why he supported uh, Governor Patrick, former two-term governor of Massachusetts. Then he uh, changed up and said he was supporting uh, Buttigieg. When she questioned him about the switch, he allegedly made the comment about hitting her. She said she objected to the comment, and Barkley told her that, quote, she couldn't take a joke, end quote. He has since issued an apology saying, quote, my comment was inappropriate and unacceptable, end quote. Quote, it was an attempted joke that wasn't funny at all. There's no excuse for it, and I apologize, end quote. She's now reacting, saying, quote, the comments Charles Barkley made to me are not acceptable. Threats of violence are not a joke, and no person deserves to be hit or threatened like that. Silence only allows the culture of uh, misogyny to fester. And those kinds of comments don't merit off-the-record protections, end quote. Now, what's funny to me, and now, listen, I've said this 50 times before on the air. It is absolutely unbelievable what this guy gets away with. Anyone else, anyone else at all says this to some woman, and they're on TNT, or they're on national television, or they're on national radio, or they're on any kind of network at all. <laughs> Do you remember what Billy Bush said about women with with Donald Trump? He didn't even say anything. He just laughed at what Donald said. And what happened to him? He got canned. So if you, he just said, do I have to repeat myself? Did you hear what he said to her? He said that, um, he said, I, I don't hit women, but if I did, I would hit you. And then he had the gall to say that, he was just kidding. It was a joke. And she couldn't take a joke. And then he had the gall to say, my comment was inappropriate and unacceptable. There's no excuse for it, and I apologize. Which is the phoniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because what the real deal is with this fat ass is that he, he never stops doing stuff like this with his big fat ass mouth. And he never gets in trouble for any of it. Have you ever noticed? And it's because he's a brother on TV that's so popular that everyone's afraid of him. You know why? They're afraid to mess with him. How many times has this guy stuck his foot in his mouth on national television or otherwise and gotten away with it? Anyone else says it, they're fired the same day. I mean fired so fast your head will spin. But Charles Barkley gets away with murder. He can say everything and anything because everyone thinks he's so funny. I think he's a fat ass and an idiot. Fat idiot. You fat slob idiot, loudmouth tool. And he gets away with murder, this guy. Have you ever am I making this stuff up? Does he not get away with murder? This guy says things all the time and nothing ever happens to him. Ever. If I said that to a woman on this air, I'd be fired by I wouldn't even get off the air. The phone would ring and I'd be fired on the spot and I'd get no money from these people.
Not one penny. This guy can do whatever he wants. I'm surprised he doesn't pull his pants down on TNT and do a deuce right on the television because he's done everything else. And he never gets in trouble, ever. He never gets in trouble for anything. And it's disgusting. He can just say, I was kidding. And they always fall for his BS. He never gets in trouble, ever. How do you say you're going to hit a woman and then you say, I'm just kidding? Well, you know what? Everyone should be able to use that card then, the get-out-of-jail-free card. I'm just kidding. I was kidding. Because everyone that says anything nowadays that says something controversial nowadays, you get fired. Except Charles Fat-Ass Barkley, that fat-ass idiot. Honest to God. How do you say you're going to punch some woman in the face and get away with it? Right. If you, if you compare that to what just happened, what, a week and a half ago with Don Cherry with what he said, which was, you know, a bad thing and got fired for it, honestly... But Charles Barkley said it was worse because he literally hurt someone who was right in front of him. And he didn't even know her. I feel bad for her. Her, la- her name's Alexi McCammond. And she was just interviewing him about politics. And this guy starts saying, I don't hit women, but if I did, I would hit you. And what's so funny about that? That's not funny. Nothing's funny about that. What That's is funny terrible. about that? That's not a joke. That is what he meant. He meant to say it. Don't tell me that was a joke. He's saying it's a joke so he can get out of jail free card, right? That's exactly what he did. It's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. That guy gets away with murder, that fat ass. Have some more food, you fat ass. You're blowing up like you're the side. I mean, I don't know who's fatter, him or Shaq. Honest to God. When I go to the gym every morning, Mafia, and run uh, on the treadmill, I put a picture of his fat ass on there so I just keep running so I don't look like him ever. Thomas and Louisville. I don't care. Make sure you tell him what I said about him, too, that fat ass. I can't stand that, dude. Thomas and Louisville. Kiss my ass if you like him and don't like me either. Thomas, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, for real? Fat um, ass, and he sucks at golf, too. I'm sick of watching his fat ass swing a golf club, and everybody thinks it's so funny. It's not funny at all. He's a loser. Go ahead, Thomas. Yeah, um, I just had a couple things. Um, first, First question, I know you're good at uh, picking them uh, and, and all that on betting. Uh, I'm the best. First, yeah, I know. That's that's what I hear. So, first, my first question was um, I was I was going to bet for uh, – put early money on uh, player of the year in college basketball. I was going to put it on uh, my, my boy from Louisville for uh, Jordan Warren. And then my second question was uh, how you feel about uh, – Coach Satterfield getting coach of the year in the ACC. You know they've had a pretty good year this year. Um, they, you know they were abysmal last year, two and ten. You know it's a really hard season to get through. Uh, he, he, he might he might get the ACC uh, coach of the year, but probably not because they always give it to Dabo Swinney, right? He gets everything. No, it, I mean Clemson's Clemson. I, I get it, but you know he's he's done more with less, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but I, he's I, done a I good job. To... There's no doubt about it. And I think. Uh, I think Louisville's basketball team, uh, that was no surprise to me at all. They were stacked top five, in my opinion, going into this season, fully loaded, locked and loaded. Uh, I already knew they were going to be good, and I've been really good betting on them, too. All they do is win and cover. Well, should I go ahead? So, should I go ahead and put early money on the war for player of the year or Oh, you mean the the kid on Louisville's basketball team? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know I don't really know what like where are you gonna, are you gonna make a future bet that he's gonna be player of the year? Yeah, I mean he's he's averaging over twenty a game right now. I mean I know it's still early. Um, 
I know Miles Powell. I, I'd have a hard time. Uh, yeah, I have a hard time believing, like, you know, what they do, just so you know this as well as anyone, Thomas, right? They only give the awards to players that go to Duke or North Carolina in the ACC. There's no no one at Louisville getting any awards. They're, they only give it to Duke and North Carolina, right? They only give it to the nice little white boys that go to Duke. That's it. I mean, that's that's it. You know, the rich white kids get the awards. Don't you know that by now? There you go. That summed that up. Did that cover that, do you think? I thought that pretty much. Thank you. I, you know, it's true, though. Is it not? <laughs> it's so true. No one likes the truth. I think I've been hitting all kinds of home runs tonight on this show. I really, I've been just knocking it out of the park. But uh, the whole time I was swinging for the fences, the Astros were stealing my signs. You think they'll give the Yankees that uh, ALCS last uh, in 17 and 19? Do you think they'll give them the series now that they're going to take away all the Astros wins? So the, the Yankees are World Series champs again? Is that number 28? I don't believe so. No? They're going to let them keep their World Series trophy? The, and they cheated the whole time they did it? They're cheaters, right? Do you remember the scandal that the Patriots went through for cheating? And the Astros are getting none of that. They, the Astros cheat, and they got a picture of Rob Manfred in a, a hard hat going to some construction site. It's embarrassing. It really is. It's, it's laughable. It really is. 855-212-4227. Get on the phones. I did not come in here tonight to not talk to you. I'm going to Vegas at 4 in the morning. I get on the phones, or I'm going to lose my temper. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Uh, Mafia, you got to remind me. Uh, so we have to bring headphones. And all the commercials, right? That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. And a pen. <laughs> and uh, a fistful of dollars. Uh-huh. We're going to Vegas tonight for uh, Wilder Ortiz. So uh, the first fight was in Brooklyn, and it was very controversial. They uh, remember in the – so what happened was, like, in the seventh round, Ortiz rocked – Wilder with a, you know, bevy of shots. And then uh, I think that he was saved by the bell, right? And uh, so one thing leads to another. And then in the 10th round, uh, Ortiz finished him off. But Ortiz rocked him, and he was in big trouble. Wilder, of course, Wilder, who's as cocky as anyone ever in boxing. He just never, he's just absolutely thinks he's the greatest thing ever, which is so funny to me. Because he's not. There's been so many better heavyweights than him, it's not even funny. Right? I mean, he's like, he's way down the list, in my opinion, of great heavyweights. Now, you could give me that record of his and try to sell me that he's one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, but he's not. So here's the deal. He says he wasn't even hurt. Have you seen this guy talk about the fight? He said he was just buzzed. He got buzzed. Meanwhile, he was about ready to drop. He was completely, he had no clue where he was. He didn't know if he was in Brooklyn or if he was in Tuscaloosa, where he's from. Now, he's been on this show. I don't, I don't have anything against him. I'm just telling you, that fight, he got rocked by this guy, this Cuban. I mean, that guy, the bottom line is he blew it. Ortiz blew the chance to finish him off and be the heavyweight champ of the world because he had him right where he wanted him. He had him in big trouble in the seventh in that fight and then got knocked out in the uh, tenth. So my question is, do you think that he'll, it'll be a good fight? That uh, it'll be, you know, because... They're selling it as this great fight because of the first fight and the, the seventh and tenth round. 
right? That's what they're selling. And uh, that it's just meant to be because they're saying that this is the only guy that has really ever uh, hurt him. And that's not true either because Fury gave him, uh, Fury beat him in 10 rounds, right? 10 rounds of 12, he beat him. But in the two rounds that Wilder knocked him down, right, he knocked him down twice. So I thought that he did not deserve to lose his belt to Fury because he knocked him down in the 12th round and, like, literally knocked him out cold. Somehow the guy got up and finished the fight, right? So my point is, is that they think that Ortiz gave him the best fight and gave him the most damage and hurt him. But I thought Fury fought a way better fight than Ortiz did against Wilder. So are you buying that, Mafia, that it, it, that uh, Ortiz is going to give him uh, a, a you know good fight the second time around in Vegas this time as, as opposed to Brooklyn? I don't think so. I think now, you know, Ortiz is older. Wilder knows the power that he has. He's going to respect him a lot more, be a lot more careful. You talked about it. You know, when you talked about the potential rematch with Fury, like when you fight these guys again, you know what they're going to do. And for Wilder, you know, the thing isn't that these guys are going to change their game plan and all of a sudden come with something different. They're going to fight him the same way because you kind of have to. But now he's going to be more wary. And he doesn't have the greatest defense, but now he's going to be more careful. And he's not going to let that. You, you know, know, that guy's 40? Yeah. So, you know, Wilder's <laughs> a lot younger. He's in way better shape. I think he's just going to be a little more cautious than he was and still throws bombs and just and make sure him. he doesn't get, you know, hit himself. Listen, am I wrong? I, I think Ortiz is a hack, and I think that Wilder's going to whack him on Saturday. Right? Do you, that's do what you think's going to happen. But do you think I'm wrong about Wilder being an average? He, he's been a good. I, I think that it's hard. Good, I think it's hard to gauge better him. fighters. Well, we Ali. Well, all time? Foreman, no, he's nowhere Frazier, near those people. Tyson. The I reason mean, why the reason why you can't put him in any even kind of conversation with people like that is because he hasn't fought anybody even remotely close no one. to the guys that those guys fought. And until you get a couple of decent heavyweights that actually have some good battles with each other and you say, man, these are some of the best fighters I've seen, you're not going to be able to say that. Those days are gone. So this guy's in here. He's, he's beating tomato cans. He's beating stiffs. He's beating this. We don't know if this guy's any good because who's he fought? Nobody. And then the one guy he's supposed to fight, he's not going to fight him. We wanted this Joshua Wilder fight forever. Right. Joshua's clearly a stiff because he got knocked out by the other guy. By Ortiz. So it is what it is. It's done. Greg. No good heavyweights. Greg and Charlotte, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, guys. Hey. Love the show. Thanks. Before I call one there, we'll get with it. Right. Hey, real quick. Um, yeah, you made a good point about Barkley. Uh, it's like you go into a bus station when you're watching that channel, you know, with them on the on the set, and it's like they're all sitting there. It's like a bunch of slobs. It's like it's horrible. It, Scotty, hands down, you're the best sports analysis and 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 talk show host ever. Uh, you know, we love you here in Charlotte. Um, I, I miss the days of you know, like Jimmy the Greek. You know, it's like what a spot that was. I mean. It's really changed. It's disappointing to see. I'll get up here. Listen, I, I think, uh, listen, Jimmy DeGreek had his own problems. But I will say this. He, he was very entertaining at, at some points. But listen, I don't deny at all. So let's be clear. I have never said that the show with Ernie and Shaq and, and the Jet and Barkley isn't good. I think it's very good. It's a very good show. Uh, it has been a, a very top and high-end, top-shelf, quality, kick-ass NBA show like no other. It's the best one ever. Bar none. It's the best one ever. My point is very simple. 
he has gotten away with murder on the air, on television, for years. This guy has stuck his foot in his mouth a hundred times, literally, and never even come close to being fired ever. They're afraid of him. They're scared to death to fire Charles Barkley. Anyone else says what he said to this woman. They're already fired. They're finished. They're finished in the business. They won't even have, they'll never get another job. They won't even get a sports talk radio job because anyone will get a job in sports talk radio. Right? Like, honestly. So the bottom line is that guy gets away with murder and they are afraid to fire him. He couldn't get fired if he murdered someone. Honestly. I mean, he, he could murder someone and still have his job. Freddie in Knoxville. Hey, Scotty, listen, hey, you had me up bumped up against the break the other night. Uh, Ohio State will get their shot with LSU. So uh, you were all up on Ohio State the other night talking about this, that. But we'll see how that one comes out. Uh, The second point, you know, the Wilder deal, I I say it don't go six. So uh, that that itself. And the last thing, Scotty. Hey, watch out for the uh, Coach Barnes here in Knoxville. I'm telling you, man, he has turned K-Town into a basketball town again. Rick Barnes is the real deal. Well, they were winning. Uh, they were winning there. You know, last year had a great year, and then all those guys went to the NBA. So the fact that they're winning again is is really uh, cool, and and it's good for the Vols fans because their football team sucks so bad. You know what I mean? At least they got a basketball team that wins. Their football team's as mediocre as a ham sandwich. So, uh, bottom line, that's that, right? So, as far as uh, Ohio State goes, let me just say this real quick. They can play with anybody. That team can play with anybody, and you got your hands full when you play them. Now, Jerry Palm might be right that they'll cover that 18 against Penn State. I have a hard time believing that. I, I, I think it could happen. But Penn State's a good football team. They score. So they got a lot of speed and talent, just like Ohio State does. I think Ohio State's a better football team than Penn State. But I don't think they're that much better than them. And I'll see on Saturday. We'll see if – because is the game in uh, in Columbus? They, Ohio State should win the game. But winning it by, you know, three touchdowns, they're favored by 18. So they got to win by 19. That is a different story altogether. Now, in a great game, it's hard to blow someone out like that, but it's happened before. They've done it to many teams, so it could very well happen. I think Ohio State can play with LSU. In fact, I— Oh, the, they'll score on LSU's yeah, defense. I thought that the, the, the Alabama game was a little bit overrated, 46-41. To me, LSU beat them by 12. Forget about this five-point win. I thought they beat them hand, hands down, fair and square, by 10 or 12 points at least. They got some garbage time. They moved the ball. But Bama did whatever they wanted uh, late but and scored some garbage. But LSU kicked their ass. I think Ohio State would give LSU a much better game than Alabama did. Now, I know everybody's on their knees for uh, Alabama like in a porno, but uh, I'm not, okay? So I think they've been, uh, oh, you know, they've been a really good team and that they're not as great as everybody thinks they are this year. Everybody thinks they're so great. Well, if they're so great, why are they sitting at five? Okay, Ohio State scoring 60, 70 points a week no matter who they play. They can play the sisters of the poor. They put a buck 40 on them, steal their ham sandwich. And they've been doing that all year, and now they've hit their two biggest games of the year, Penn State and Michigan. And I they, will keel over if Michigan beats they them. They could very well do what they did to everybody else in the Big Ten. I'll keel year. over if they beat Michigan, or if Michigan beats them, because they're going to put. Michigan's not going to beat them. Ohio State will put forty on them, you give and, better, and that'll be twenty-five less than they average. There's a better chance Penn State beats them. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench.
So I'm in here um, clipping my fingernails, and Carver Eyes like, what is going on? And what are you doing in there? Are you trimming your nails in the studio? I'm like, yeah, it's nothing compared to everyone else that's in here uh, going to the bathroom in here. Like, this place is like a landfill. Have you ever been in here? It's literally, you could get, like, I think you can get herpes in here. Can you? Could you get some kind of syphilis in here? Possibly. Thank you. I just wanted to, I wanted to check. Because I'm, I'm very, as you know, I don't like touching anything. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of getting any kind of work diseases. I already got to breathe in the cigarette smoke in here every night for seven years. So that's one That's one problem. I got to deal with one at a time. You know what I mean? So Carver, I would it be all right if I clip my nails? Could I get through this time? Maybe just this once? If that's something that you want to do. Thanks, thanks Carver. Thanks a lot, buddy. Support. I like your support for me. Uh, Cameron in uh, Texas, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell. I just want to let you know that I enjoy listening to you. Thanks, buddy. I'm going to talk I'm going to talk about the over/under for the Patriots and Cowboys. Right. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to take that Brett Maher hits a 60-plus yarder to win the game, 27-24. <laughs> so wait, you think the Cowboys are going to Gillette to win? Yes, I am. Well, good luck with that. Uh, Carver, how you buying that? That the Cowboys are going to beat the Patriots in uh, Gillette? Not particularly. Do they lose at home? No. Thanks. Uh, the Cowboys are miraculously 3-2 and two on the road, but they're the most average 6-4 and four team I think I've seen in the NFL. They're average at best. Here's all you need to know about the Cowboys on the road this year, and I get that they're 3-2 and two on the road. I believe. Are they even a playoff team right I, now? I, no. I, I believe they are, right, because the Eagles, uh, are they a half game up on the Eagles, whatever whatever the deal is? Are they tied with the Eagles? How is it right now in the NFC East? I'm not well, 100% sure. I, here's the deal. The, uh, in the NFC, oh, they are. They're the four. Yeah, they're the they're the division leader right now. Here's what you need to know about the Cowboys on the road this year. I get that they. Went I'm surprised to, uh, they're a playoff team. I get that they went to Washington and they beat the Giants and where they win last Sunday in Detroit, right? They won it at the Lions. Yeah, I hit that. Didn't they lose to the Jets at the Meadowlands this yes. year? Yes. Okay. Um. That that's all you need to know. They're playing the Patriots on the road. Can they win road games? Sure, against certain teams. Are they going to win a road game against the New England Patriots? No, they are not. So let me ask you this question. More importantly, I'll give you this. I'll open the door for this guy a little bit. It is blatantly obvious to me that for the first time ever, ever, Tom Brady is starting to look old. He has looked terrible lately. I mean, what has he got, three games with no yeah, TDs? they had to get their one touchdown pass last week from Julian Edelman. Right, right? There, he is not doing well, and he's, he's showing – his age now, and he's showing it after the game too. And now he, he won't even, yeah, he won't talk he about won't talk. it. He won't even talk. You know why? Because he knows it's coming. The, the end is coming, and it is. It's sooner than you think. Because this talk of forty six and forty seven is absolutely not happening. I'm telling you, that guy, he'll be lucky if he plays next year. They talk about him playing until he's forty seven. My ass. Okay, you can have that diet of yours all you want, bro. You're not throwing TDs anymore. Have you seen how average he's looked? I can't even believe, honestly, the way he's played, that they're 9-1. and one. I mean it. Because they've done it with defense or something because he's not doing anything. And you know it, right? I did hit that game with them uh, this week, though. That was great. You did. I mean, that defense has been incredible. It's been very stout. I mean, that, and that's 
And the people say, I've heard people say like, oh, well, for the first time ever, they're leading on the defense. Like, no, when he started, they were leading on that defense. It was, you know, getting just as much as they needed to win. And yeah, the defensive into Thierry won the first two Super Bowls, really, right? So now he's getting back to that. And that's how Peyton had to win in his last year, you know, when he got that one with Denver. Eventually, as much as he likes to think that it doesn't, time comes for everybody. And they're doing the right thing in New England. They're leaning on the defense, shutting teams down, and getting just enough to win. Well, the defense didn't the defense win in the Super Bowl last year? Yes. Gave up the almighty three points to the great Ram offense right. last year in the Super Bowl. He, I'm with you. It, it's getting there. I, of course, being a, a, Bills, a fan. Bills fan, do not want to even Bring it up. talk about the subject until I see him standing at that podium with done. Giselle and the kids and, and with the, you know, handing him all the – you know, the going away presence do and all that stuff. That do you think he's closer to that than anyone thinks? That it could act, that, that it could actually happen at the end of this year? Yes. I do, too. I think it's it, the minute he's And shot, you had all the funky stuff with the contract before the right. season where and, and, he can get the, out. The and, minute you know. he admits to himself in bed, right, when he's laying in bed and closes his eyes and he's thinking about his life, the minute he admits to himself that he's, that he's starting to lose it, that guy's going to stop playing. Because he's not going to do anything, in my view, to tarnish his legacy. His legacy right now is higher than Joe Montana's. Is it not? People would argue that it's not, but I would argue that it is. It absolutely it is. is. Absolutely. I think he's better. He's the GOAT. And he is the best I've ever seen. And I loved Montana like no other. I've told you the story that I saw him play every single game, Carver High, at Notre Dame. Every game. Including the 79 Cotton Bowl. I went to that. So I was a Joe Montana fan like no other as a kid. And I saw him play every single game he ever played live, in person. And then I got to see him play in San Francisco, right? Like, are you kidding me? That guy was incredible. And he went to Super Bowls. He won them all, right? But then again, uh, I watched Terry Bradshaw win four Super Bowls, and no one gives him any credit at all. The guy gets absolutely blown off like, like the wind. Does he not? No one ever talks about Terry Bradshaw going 4-0 in the Super Bowl. Right? That's crazy. Uh, Chuck Knoll. No one ever talks about that. But they talk about Montana, right? And then they talk about all his MVPs and everything. Tom Brady is has got better numbers and everything, and he's, he's eclipsed him completely. And so I don't believe he wants to tarnish his legacy at all. He wants to go out like the greatest ever to play the game. If he spends four years as an old man – Remember, like, George Blanda playing when he was, like, 50? Do you remember that guy? He was, like, didn't he kick and play quarterback? And he was, like, playing until he was 100? And remember, at the end, it was just, it was kind of, like, embarrassing. I mean, it really was. There's nothing worse than the old quarterback that won't go away or the old fighter, right? The guy that just keeps fighting and he just never stops. Uh, I got to tell you, I think he doesn't want any part of that. That's just my guess. Not that I know anything, but I, you can tell, like, am I wrong that he, now he, when he plays well, they win. He won't talk after the game. It's, that's all you need to know. He don't want to talk to the media. He's not answering any questions about why he sucks ever. He's not going to talk about having a bad game ever. He'll go out on Monday morning on his radio show and say he stunk it up. And he'll tell Jim Gray he stunk it up and their little cream puff interview they do every week. Right? Am I wrong? Thank God we just have giant stones on this show and just say it. Because that's exactly what it is. Phony ass. 
You know what I mean? Like, so he's not going to go out and say he sucks. He's going to just quit playing. But we say all this, and and I agree with you on everything that you're saying, but that still doesn't mean that he could walk out of Miami the first Sunday in February, kind of with Mafia saying the same script that Peyton Manning walked out of that Super Bowl against Carolina with where he doesn't do much. Defense is great. He does just enough, right. and he walks into the sunset with another Super Bowl title. That could happen. It could absolutely still I gotta, happen. I got to tell you, though, I really do, that, uh, you know, the Ravens have a really good shot to beat them. The Kansas City Chiefs are not winning the Super Bowl with that defense. My Listen, I have I have 11 friends that can score on the Chiefs, and they're all high on the best weed you can smoke and a bottle of Belvedere. Believe me, you— they are their defense is candy. It's absolute candy ass. And I'm telling you, they're not winning anything with that defense. Now I like their offense. I like Mahomes. I like Kelsey. I like Hill when he plays. He's turning into Deshaun Jackson too. That guy gets hit hurt now every week. But the bottom line is, they they can score with anybody, right? But their defense is so beatable. It's not even funny. Like. The Ravens, are they not, like, the most dangerous team right now in the NFL? And they beat, uh, you know, everybody. But the Chiefs beat them. The Chiefs beat them 33-28. So, I'll give you this. The Chiefs can score with anybody, but they still scored, you know, four touchdowns on them. And uh, you know the story, right, that the Chiefs, do you buy the Chiefs, Carver High? Are you buying them? Because they're like they won the other night in Mexico City. They're seven to four, acting like they're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, look, if their D can just play a little bit decent, they have the kind of offense that could be. Bro, anybody. they lost to the Titans. I know, but a lot of teams lose to the Titans. The Titans win those games, and then they lose the other games. So uh, you're going to lose games the throughout Ra- the season. Do you think the Raiders can uh, eclipse the Chiefs and win the no, division? I do not. No, the Chiefs wow. Win the division. Wow. What about you, Moth? No chance at all. When the, uh, do you think the Jets are going to lose to the Raiders this week? I think that's kind of a trap game. I'm Maybe just me being a Jet fan, I think that's a, a good shot for the Jets to take that game. They're playing well right now. The Raiders got to come cross country. But I do think the Raiders have a chance to take the Chiefs. I mean, I, they've played bad just because of one game in Mexico is going to cure all. That defense, if you – the script's been written right now. If you have a good running game and just run it down their throat, run it down their throat, milk the clock, keep Mahomes off the field, well, we'll you know. can beat them. We'll know uh, next week when they play them. Are they playing in two weeks? I think it's two weeks. They got to buy after this week. Yes. Uh, here we go. Dustin in Pharrell, Alberta. How's it going, Pharrell? Hey, dude. Uh, Long time listener, but I had to call tonight because you're pretty fired up. Right. Um, uh, diehard Steelers fan since Cordell. So right. I wanted to ask you a couple uh, questions on the Steelers. All right. What you thought about Mason Rudolph's uh, media address on the Miles Garrett thing right, right. with his script and whatnot? Sorry? No, I, I think he apologized, and I think he was embarrassed. And uh, I thought, uh, in simple, uh, I got to be quick. I got 30 seconds. I think that I do not buy Miles Garrett getting a break on his uh, suspension. He should not play football this year. You cannot attack someone with a helmet and smash him in the head, and then because you wear a nice suit to New York, get a uh, get a like three game or you know reduced uh, sentence. I, I don't think Garrett deserves any break whatsoever at all. And I think Mason Rudolph needs to play quarterback and shut his mouth and quit acting like he can beat anyone's ass because he's a wussy. Uh, what's the other question really quick? I got 10 seconds. And just that now our first rounder's not looking like a top 10, what you think about the Minka pick? Uh, that's the best trade in the NFL in five years. Fitzpatrick's been a rock star for the Steelers. They should give him a long-term contract.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.